Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Twisted Travelers Podcast. I am Chris, and as usual, I am joined by Jack. Jack, say hello. Hello, everyone. Okay, I am so, tired. We are here. Let's get the ball rolling. Yes, because this is probably going to be a pretty long episode. We have a lot to talk about, so we do have a lot to talk right about. Yeah, let's hop right in. We'll say this right now. We're getting this one out of the way at the beginning because it's really not good, and I re- I really kind of don't want to talk about it, but we can't not address it. I feel like. Yeah. Uh... The Thorpe Park thing, someone got stabbed on the bridge or something. I don't yeah. know too many details about it, just yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, and I, Chris, I think you know this about me, but I can't like stand the sight of blood or people talking about blood or anything involving that. And so I had to like mm-hmm. super fast scroll through articles and then get off to- like thinking about this because it just messes with my mind and y'all don't want me to faint during a podcast. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll say this. It's bad. Stuff like this shouldn't happen at parks. So And it doesn't happen often. No, it's rare, it, but it happened. Figured out. We kind of had to bring it up. But. Yeah, and our uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the families involved in this and we hope everything turns out okay. So yes. Uh, okay. Now well, on to not rapid fire stuff. park reopening stuff. Um, Sesame Place, July 24th, so that will be this Friday. And then La Ronde on the 25th, July 25th, so that's Saturday. And those are the two with announced openings. Open now is uh, Michigan's Adventures Water Park. And Six Flags Great America's Water Park also. I think they both opened in the last couple days. Um, mm-hmm. With this like park reopening and they're now open, we're probably going to start phasing this out as more and more parks start to reopen. I think we're about to. I think we're about to get to the point where parks are just going to make the decision to open or close this year. Um, mm-hmm. Like just c- kind of going off topic, but on topic, I've heard rumors that if Cedar Fair parks aren't open now, they aren't opening at all this year. Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't surprise. I think the only exception to that would be Knott's Berry Farm since it can be open year round. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, from what I've heard, there will be no Carowinds or King's Dominion or Valley Fair or CGA this year. Or so. Well, Canada's Wonderland. Canada's Wonderland, I think, is in the unique position because I think they were really close and the government backed up and I think they might push again to try to get reopened. They're the only park that I could see maybe still opening this year because apparently they make like gobs of money off their Winterfest event. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so we also have Velocicoaster. I went back to Iowa. It looks amazing. Oh, it looks so good. good. I think there's only like one piece left. Rockworks already starting to get put in. Like they're going so fast. I really do believe that they could open this year if they wanted to, but they'll probably save that for next year. But yeah. I'm excited for it. I mean, Everything just looks crazy about this. I mean, the rock work, seriously, like we, we haven't really even seen like the rock part of the rock work start to go up yet. We've just seen like the skeleton of it. Yes, please. There is a little that. bit of the rock part actually uh, bit, going in. But now. not 
okay, how much of it compared to what there's going to be? Oh, there's not, yeah, not that much. There's also that little Jurassic Watchtower on top now, oh, which is cool. I want to go stand on top of that so bad. Yeah, but it's it's topped off. There's like one piece left. It looks amazing. I really can't wait. Every time I walk past it, I get so happy just looking at it. Every time you like, send me a picture of it, I get happy. It. Yeah. Uh, speaking of big intimates, keeping the big intimates that make me want to drool, uh, Wallaby Belgium. Oh, yes, they have their mega coaster construction starting. Uh, there's that weird non inverted cobra loop thing that's getting put this in. This thing looks so amazing. Like that one yeah. element that's really all that they've really like started to work on. And yeah, please. Mm -hmm. Like I don't. I had to go back and find the animated POVs to like remember what that element was going to be like. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's gonna be amazing, I'm sure. Too bad it's a little off the path for next year, though. Uh... Hey, we've already been tweeting up a storm. Okay, I'll just say it right now. So I've been teasing it for a while. We were going to do a European vacation in the fall, and uh, Delta canceled all of our flights. Not salty at all. So now we're considering doing next year and throwing that park on for fun. So Okay, so now we have Iron Gwazi rumors started by Dan from Midway Mayhem. Weird cryptic tweet that involved uh, testing cycle this week, you know, stuff like that. So could could it start testing? I really hope so. I mean, I think it would. Everyone would be happy just to see it start testing again. Um, it will be. It's going to be interesting to see because I agree. His tweet was very cryptic, and it's like we've been holding out to go. Well, why have you been holding out if you didn't? know something so i i think everything points to it might start testing i'm not gonna get my hopes up for it well though. no i'm i'm like uh, honestly i'm probably like 75 percent sure if dan's right that it is gonna start testing especially if you read the comments and his responses because one person was like if iron guazi is gonna start testing that means the icebreaker might open this year and uh the one at SeaWorld for 2021 could still happen. And he specifically responded with, those are a completely different situation. So, like, it's no surprise that he's definitely talking about Iron Quasi. Well, he's definitely in with the park. We've known that for a while, yeah. so. Um, I'm going yeah. Friday, so please. Please start testing then. Yeah, uh, and then with that, uh, I assume, are you going for fireworks? Uh, going? Yeah, well... I they're open late for fireworks, but I'm not going to... You know what I'm going to do. Night Rise. You're going to go ride Kumbo while everyone is watching fireworks. Exactly. That's uh, definitely yeah, so happening. Bush Gardens uh, is doing fireworks now at night. Um, they actually look pretty good, and I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to see them and take pictures with Anguazi in front of the fireworks, because that just looks awesome. But I'm pretty sure they launched the other direction, so you'd have to go like, behind. Well, I've seen some pictures. It depends on... You have to remember, it's a game of angles. Because everything is behind something from a different angle. So, like, if you look at them from, like... Oh, so if I could make it work. I know I could. Y'all don't have mountains, which makes it so much easier to try to take pictures like that. Mm -hmm. Like, my dream of taking pictures of Wild Eagle with fireworks behind it, that will never happen. Okay, let's see. What else do you have? This came from an Altora Ryan video, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Mark and Logan and I think Peter and uh, 
a bunch of other people were there at the SNS plant and uh, mm. they got to ride access and they were talking to, I think it was the, oh, was it marketing? Head of marketing? It was a big guy in SNS. And he was talking about how they can't say dates, but it, there might be like selling construction going on with the Axis, which is good news. Yeah, we definitely, I think out of all the coaster models we've seen, this is the one that's going to, so far, this is the coaster model that's going to define the like 2020 decade is Axis. Um, because I, it just looks so weird. I mean, I've talked to, a bunch of people have gotten to ride it now and they all say it's nuts and that the prototype alone is a top top 20 coaster mm-hmm. so yeah I, it could definitely be the new sns 40 i think yeah uh, yes please so um, but where any, could any it predictions? go selfishly i want to say dollywood might be thinking about it but i have a the last time they went with a prototype ride, it kind of bit them in the butt, so I don't think that will happen. I'm expecting a Six Flags park to get one first, to be honest. Yeah, I am now, too, As kind to of. which park, I really don't know. It would work better at one of the smaller parks, but we also know that Six Flags doesn't care about putting uh, low-capacity coasters at their big parks, i.e. Jersey Devil, i.e. other stuff I can't talk about. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I definitely think it's going to Six Flags Park, though. Yeah, I think so too. I think it would be a good fit at St. Louis, personally. St. Louis, yeah. Um, been there yet? Anywhere um, else, so. But I think it would work. I could see it maybe. Um, oh, why am I think forgetting its name? Oh, Six Flags New England. Yeah, maybe. I don't know why I could see it at Great Escape. That one just keeps coming back into my head. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Anything that needs a coaster, it could just plug in. Um, America, I think, could also work. That's what I that. was going to say. Um, I mean, I really don't think they could put it as a bad park. It's like, which park needs a coaster the most? I would think the smaller ones, St. Louis, uh, Darien Lake, Frontier City, some of the other Great smaller. Escape. Great Escape, America. Yeah. America. Yeah. Those could all work. I have. Uh, we don't really have any clues as to where it's actually going to go, but I think it's it'll probably speculate. be Six Flags. I th- yeah, I think it's going to be Six Flags, and then I think it's going to be just like RMCs were. Uh, they're going to go everywhere real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's a cloned layout or not, I really don't. This is a ride. Now I say this now, having not ridden it, but I feel like even if they cloned the layout, I don't think I would complain too much because it just looks like a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, so this next thing involves one of my home parks. That's Animal Kingdom. Primeval World is going bye bye. I'm not sad at all. Uh, I've got both credits. Else. It can leave. Yeah, it can leave. I, I hope that they rethink that area. And I never got to ride it. Yeah, I. It was not very good. I hope that they retheme that area. Just uh, keep dinosaur. Tear out the rest of everything else there. Retheme dinosaur if you want. Just retheme that whole area. That'd I mean, cool. what, okay, I'm just saying, what if they just decided to make Dinosaur Indiana Jones and do a whole Indiana Jones land there? 
That's fine. Could we also get one of those weird little compact Intamin coasters that they themed to Indiana Jones at, in France, I think? Oh, yes. To replace like Primeval World. I actually think that would maybe fit. We've got I've heard the that Indiana they're not Jones, the best rides in the world, Dark but ride. I just like the credit. And then we have, okay, so the Dark Rides is themed to, this is a full movie talk, we're not going to get a bit of this. Um, the, the ride at Disneyland is themed to uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark-ish, because you've got the stone in it. I want to, but yeah, Temple of Doom, oh, Temple of Doom, one, or even if they decided to do um, my personal favorite, which is the the third one what's it called um the last crusade i think i'd be really happy if they did the last crusade ride sure <laughs> chris has no clue what i'm talking about that's a that's a movie you should watch those are I, i've seen really, them i just don't remember them because i was really little just don't see um, them to the fourth one the fourth one's awful but yeah that that'd be cool if animal kingdom rethemes them i'm gonna guess that they will in like couple years maybe but that's good news really if it does mean that they're actually going to retheme that area and we're going to have something new and cool at animal kingdom um okay let's see what's next oh should i play a funeral march for this one for the king's dominion fanboys i don't mind it but you can if you want um (laughs) i hate these rides so i like them i i like them i don't Uh, get sick easily so I don't get sick easily either. Well, in this respect, you got sick just... after like what a couple rides on King or on I three hundred five. That's different because I had had no water, no breakfast. Like I had literally was just not like you know doing human things that day, and then you know you subject okay. yourself to five rides on I three hundred five. Well, I like them. I like how every ride is different. I've done two of them. I've done over Texas and Fiesta Texas. I like Fiesta Texas more because I got like six or I, seven flips and stalled I, upside I don't down. I don't think for we said bit. it. Or I think I might have talked over you. Uh, we're talking about King's Dominion's forty free spin. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't care for these rides. I will say this: if it's a different layout than all the Six Flags ones. Uh, but probably not going to be. Yeah, it's probably not going to be. But if it was, then that'd be kind of cool. I will. The other thing I will say, Cedar Fair has been theming all of their recent editions. So if they theme this thing good, that'd be fine. I might not complain about it as much. Yeah. Um, It'd be like a go right at once for the credit. I'd enjoy it. (laughs) You wouldn't. And then I would be done. I don't know. If, okay, here's how I don't enjoy them. They're definitely like if you gave me the choice between that and if it would come a boomerang, I would probably take the free spin. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's gonna be a one and done. I think just get the credit and then go ride I three hundred five and Dominator some mm-hmm. more. And another thing is the color. We saw that it's green, green, which makes me think that they're gonna keep the whole jungle theme area, even though it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I think they're just going to, they got their work cut out. I, this is, there was a post on Reddit about this that they might retheme or repaint I 305. Did you I see mean, that? They, the chances of them retheming it are like none, I think. Well, but they do have the license on the Dale Earnhardt theme. So if they don't want to pay for that anymore, they could just drop it. 
And then someone made the point they could do like interstellar 305 or just call it I-305. And then people said, and just switch it to a space theme and turn that area of the park into like area something and have it go along with. And then you still have backlot stunt coaster in it. (laughs) Yeah, you got to figure that out. But then you could definitely try to make that area feel separate and make the jungle area feel separate. Yeah, I think that they could definitely work it out. But uh, for now, I think they're just going to leave it be for a little bit. Yeah. Once they Plus, add you got to get rid of the, um, the snowy mountain and the jungle. That is probably the biggest complaint I have. Mm-hmm. That's weird. But Kangaroo's Dominion, I mean, I think, I think it is going to probably pull people in. And it will be a good short-term replacement until they can get their volcano replacement that we all want them to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. next we had... Uh, Blake from Larson Loopers. Yeah, this one I just had to throw in here because it was funny. Um, so he just tweeted out randomly, I think, who should get a coaster next, Worlds of Fun or Dorney Park? Well, Dorney, Dorney Park actually responded to him and said, we should. Mm-hmm. Hold on a and second, so, I'm sorry. Sorry, they were being loud. Okay, you're good. Don't worry. Okay. What were we saying? Uh, we were talking about the uh, world of Fundorny thing. Um, uh, trying. To... I'll just pick back up. So yeah, Dorney responded to him and said that we should. And I mean, so does that? I mean, we've, of course, talked about them supposedly getting a gravity group. Is that them confirming it, or is that them just having fun? I think it's just them having fun. But, yeah, I think it's safe to say that they're still going to get one before Worlds of Fun, just from what we've seen. Yeah, and so, yeah. Blake, uh, good job. I'll see you in, like, two weeks, and we can uh, you can get a high-five from me for getting Dorney to say that on Twitter. So, mm-hmm. Although Worlds of Fun could use a new coaster, and everybody knows that. I definitely agree with that. They... Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will, I will make this point. Everyone who's complaining about Dorney in the World of Fun not getting a coaster in 8, 9, or 10 years, Michigan's Adventure hasn't gotten one in 12, so shut up. I don't think Worlds of Fun has gotten one in 11, actually. Still not as long as Michigan's Adventure. It's close. Not as long, though. That, that's, but yeah, that's well, we've given up hope on Michigan's Adventure. They're not getting anything. I think that there's still no, a chance for Worlds of Fun. Okay. It, anyway. Next thing. Three trains uh, on Railblazer now. Yep, this was something that they did like an interview with like their maintenance people or something. Um, and they said, yeah, we've got the kinks worked out. Now we can run three trains on Railblazer, um, which is good because they were only able to run two for pretty much since the coasters opened. So yeah, running three, they can get that capacity up, get the throughput just going more. Good news so as nice. always. Mm-hmm. Okay, you talk about this one because it's at your home park. Okay, this one was weird. There's still really hasn't been a ton talked about. Um, not literally not long after we've been talking about this coaster, uh, Mystery Mine. Apparently, from everything I have heard, a set of like theming chains, like like 
just chains with like hooks on the end of them that they were just hanging on the bridge that crosses from the show building to the first outdoor section. They were just hanging on that for like show. Apparently a set of those came loose and fell and hit three park guests. And they were treated for injury there at the park. Mystery Mine was shut down for the rest of the day. Um, yeah, that was, it's interesting. It's, it, I think the big, most interesting thing about it is just that they fell and that it just, why did they fall? Because they've been hanging there since 2007 when the ride opened. Mm-hmm. So did the brackets just wear out or something? Or did the, like, however they were being tied up there just come loose? So who knows? Uh, I have actually not been back to the park since that happened. So I'm actually really interested to see if they've just taken all of those off of that or if they've been reinforced. I also know it's the time of year where they're hanging Christmas lights, so they might have knocked it loose when they were hanging Christmas lights. So That's true. Definitely not a good thing, though. <laughs> no, and that happened, and then there's another smaller thing that happened the day before. I can't remember what this was. Dollywood did not have a good weekend. That They just did not have a good weekend that week. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, this next thing just kind of popped up, and I just wanted to, I wanted to really ask Chris if he'd heard and or done it. It's the Gamma Tour at Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. And apparently, so Chris, I'll let you talk about this. Okay. Yeah, I've done the Gamma Tour, although from what was described on the posts that we saw about it, mine was different. Mine was pretty much just, I walk through the exit, I get told the storyline, they take me up the elevator to the station and let me skip the line and ride front row. The one that was described was, you go behind the scenes and actually get can get pictures of the second half or something but it's a thing and when you come here we can do it if you want uh, well, there's also other tours by the I way i know about the castle only tour um the, there is a men in black one there is a mummy one and there's also a jimmy fallon one at studios i've done the jimmy fallon one which is where they like take you behind the scenes of like just kind of like their backstage hallway areas where it's like cast stuff, but also the rooms where they have their mechanical stuff and all that. So I've done those two. Hmm. I feel like I've done another one, but I can't remember. But you might yeah. have to make it a challenge. I for sure want to do the Gamma one, uh, Castle only, and Mummies sounds really cool. I think Mummies actually takes you to see like the break run and stuff, from what I've heard. If I if I'm yeah. right, uh, we're doing that. We're yeah. doing that. <laughs> um, we got to find the code word. I don't know we're, we're if they do, do all of those anymore, though, so we'll have to look it up. But they're completely free. You just have to ask at the entrance. Um, they don't do them all the time, though, because the people who usually do it might be on lunch. Like, that's happened to me a bunch of times, or on their break, where I've asked, and they haven't been doing them at the time. So, yeah. And thank you for reminding me about these, because I might next time I go, I might have to ask to see if I can do some. Because I okay. kind of forgot about them. Well, I just saw it and I was like, I got to ask about this if you've ever done any of them. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, yeah. Next, last little thing in our news segment um, Aquaman at Six Flags, um, the, or Six Flags over Texas. Uh, I saw an aerial picture of it on Reddit or Twitter or somewhere. Uh, and it looks really good. Like, it looks like they're pretty much done with it. Yeah, except I still don't think it's going to open this year. <laughs> No, I wouldn't be surprised if they decide to delay it a year, but it looks good, so. Mm-hmm. That's almost done, it looks like. Well, shall we so... move on to the uh, 
the joke. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really looked into this joke too much, but I, I, I've heard about it. Okay, so we're talking about uh, the TEA Connect, which is the theme index amusement or theme index and museum index of 2019. It's put, uh, it's the global attractions attendance report, and so you will hear people talk about this all the time, and. Everyone, I mean, here, well, let me scroll down. There is a page about, um, let's see, where is it? Where is it? There's a page on here, I think, specifically about Cedar Point. Uh, and it's just entirely wrong. I'm trying to find it. I want to look at this no. now. Uh, where is it? I scrolled past it. Oh, no, here it is. It's right up. It's near the top. Um, yeah, so the Americas, um, steady growth, but then it says Kings Island, Mason, Ohio. Um, let's see, where is it? Uh, but then it also says copyright Cedar Point. It should say copyright Cedar Fair. Um, I mean, there's just a bunch of small, incorrect like incorrect things in here but let's look at this these are the top 25 amusement parks um worldwide uh or well no let's do the yeah the top 10 or the top 25 theme or theme and amusement parks so at the top is magic kingdom with uh 20 not 20 Million nine 20.9 million visitors. That's a lot. Um, you've got Disneyland, then Tokyo Disney, then Tokyo Disney Sea, Universal Studios, then back to Disney Animal Kingdom, Epcot. Then you get your first non like um, Disney or Universal Park, which is um, hold on, I have to chum long, Ocean, Ocean Kingdom. Yeah. Then back to Disney Hollywood Studios and Shanghai Disney and Universal. You get the point. It's all these big parks. But then you get down over here to, um, like, you get over to the 20. I mean, you're still looking in the top 25 range. It's still a bunch of Disney parks. The only, like, super, like, park that all coaster enthusiasts would know about, the only two I see on, or two or three I see on here are Everland and... South Korea, uh, Nagashima, and Europa Park. The rest of these kind of go Efteling, in. too. Efteling, as well. Um, but it's really interesting, because Cedar Fair, in recent years, has said Knott's Berry Farm attendance number, and it should be, they should be on here. Um, which is interesting. But then, like I said, there's just a bunch of, like, small factual incorrectness in here, and Anyone who's in the industry, like on the inside of it, will tell you that a lot of times this is just the park or this group guessing at a lot of stuff. So <clears throat> I, I think everyone will always tell you, take this with a grain of salt. It might give you a good overview, but it is nowhere a, near a factual uh, guide. So Yeah. I definitely would love to talk to the people that put this together and be like, so do you not fact check yourself? 
gosh. I mean, because there's definitely some stuff on here, but okay. So that's <clears throat> that's that's that. Um, moving forward, we have a new set of ride of the week, and we're kind of going to break our pattern a little. For the longest time, we've just been doing like we pick a group of four. Um, we were trying to decide on uh, we were going through RCDB, trying to pick a category for the next couple weeks. And I think we got an RMC, like, okay, what four RMCs do we pick? And we just decided to put the, um, between the two of us, we have written 11 of them. And so we just decided we're going to do all 11 of the RMCs we've written. <clears throat> so we have a full list, Railblazer, Wonder Woman, Iron Rattler, New Texas Giant, Outlaw Run, Lightning Rod, Twisted Cyclone, Twisted Colossus, Twisted Timber, Steel Vengeance, and Storm Chaser. We're going to work through that over the next 11 to 13 weeks, depending on how many weeks we take off. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I will spin the wheel. It is spinning. And it is Twisted Timbers. Twisted Timbers at King's Dominion. Oh, okay. it's been a hot minute since I've written this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Well, let's see. Where do we start? Um. Uh, of course, it's that King's Dominion transformation of their hurler roller coaster, which I've written the I got to ride I've ridden the Carowinds version. I never got to ride Dominions. Um that's I mean Hurler's an okay coaster, but Twisted Timbers is definitely better. Um the barrel road drop is fantastic. Uh I mean the, those three airtime hills. I don't those things are just pure insanity. Um, I really liked the cutback. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, it, I, it really is just a really good coaster all around. There, there's a ton of good stuff that goes along with it. I think my only complaint is that the airtime, like the airtime hills, are amazing, but it does kind of feel a little bit repetitive. Um, but I will. I think my favorite element is the like tip out turn under the lift hill. As you're coming back in to make your second loop around, and it does that turnaround, if you're, oh, you just got flung out of your seat. I remember that. Trying to, I'm pulling up my rankings because I can't remember. A lot, the RMCs are actually pretty consistently like, or like, not consistently. They're really like close to my rankings. They're all right next to one another. <laughs> what about you? What do you think of Twisted Timbers? Okay. Twisted Timbers is uh, one of my favorite coasters ever, no joke. It's my third favorite RMC and very, very, very high on my rankings. When me and Jack do our top 50 at the end of the year, you will see how high up I have it. Um, the barrel roll drop is better than Storm Chasers. Turnaround thing is, you know, fine. Just pretty much normal turnaround and then uh the constant camelbacks are some of the best airtime you'll ever feel just constant sustained ejector out of your seat the whole time you do the other inverted turn thing cut back like element and then it's just all these mini bunny airtime hills i thought that twisted timbers did its ending with rapid fire bunny hills better than every other arms you have done except for steel vengeance I'd say that they were very close. It was just super strong. That outward bank turn thing under the uh, lift hill that you were talking about is definitely one of the best elements on any ride. 
and the trick track double ups awesome just constant airtime it's got a good theme it's got it, it looks good it's got great looking trains overall just a really well done ride and one of my favorites i've ever ridden for sure i gotta ask when you say the like ending is better than any other rmc are you including the quad down in that or not well no I, i'm talking about like okay i'll change it to the ibox okay because i like it the, i agree the airtime at the end is good it's just not quad down good well um, it almost is no joke in my opinion well, I have so Twisted Timbers is my fourth favorite RMC. Um, it's down in the twenties in my ranking, which is still really. I mean, that's really good for. I mean, it's really good. So. So yeah, that's um ride of the week. So we knocked one of eleven off. We'll be back next week with another. Um. So yeah, ride of the week. I think we're going to have fun with the RMCs, but next up on this mm-hmm. list is um, just talk real quick about social media. Um, if you want to follow us, we're trying to be more interactive. We're going to, I think we're going to even try to be more interactive still. Instagram is at twisted underscore travelers and Twitter is at twisted traveler, but the or the R at the end is a one. So mm-hmm. we will get yeah, that eventually. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to, again, it will be the episode title. Um, Yeah, just follow us on that. You've got questions, like just tweet us or send us a message on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We have to do a listener question show here soon and see, one, how many questions we get, and two, if we like get any good questions. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so follow us on social media. And yeah. Okay, on to the back half of the show. This is, I think, where we're going to spend a lot of time. and we've been going for a little bit. <laughs> yep. I will let you take it away. If you remember the last time we did like a current episode, I think we talked, you were just started your um, road trip and you were mm-hmm. at my house. Mm-hmm. And you proceeded from Dollywood to, and I'll let you take it from there. Okay. Yeah. So last time we actually recorded an episode, I talked about Lake Winnie, Fun Spot, America Atlanta. Um, and Dollywood with Jack. And after that, I had more of the trip planned. I had Silver Dollar City, Worlds of Fun, Six Flags St. Louis, and Six Flags Over Georgia to go to. Uh, so let, let's start off with the bad news, I guess, and just get it out of the way. I mean, they, they should, if you haven't figured it out now. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have posted from those places at the end there, but, uh, Basically, Six Flags wasn't too nice to us, and they they canceled our Six Flags St. Louis reservation, I think, five days before we were supposed to go, which means that I couldn't get my Six Flags pass, and I couldn't go to Over Georgia either. So we ended up having to cancel both of those parks and just go home after Worlds of Fun, which yeah. is disappointing, because that, I, didn't, I still haven't ridden American Thunder. You're going to kill me, aren't you? <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, so, went to Silver Dollar City. We'll, we'll start with the good stuff. Still Let's my favorite part. start with the part. good stuff, and we can talk more about... Um, yeah. yeah. Silver Dollar City. Okay. Uh, went there. Marathon time travel. <laughs> of course. I got nine rides on it, which is rare for me to get a ton of rides on a coaster, because I personally don't like marathoning stuff too much. I like to mix it up throughout the day. 
Time Traveler is one of those rides that I can just ride, ride, ride all day. It's still my all-time favorite coaster. The first drop is still the best airtime ever. Uh, airtime throughout the whole thing. It's intense. It's awesome. Theme is great. The bad part was they were only running one train, which is the case for pretty much, I think, every single other coaster at the park that day, sadly. But it didn't hurt too much because uh, there wasn't a ton of people there. But got a ton of rides in on Time Traveler. Let's see. After Time Traveler, I went over to Mystic River Falls, which was still soft opening. It did not open then. So, uh, I left there for a little bit and ended up eating lunch right after that at that new place by Mystic River Falls, the new restaurant. The Mystic, it's the brew house or something or another. Smokehouse, smoke I think. Smokehouse, yeah. I'm yeah. getting no joke. All these park have Rivertown themed areas. I just get all their restaurants confused too. Yeah, this uh, this restaurant is probably the best counter service restaurant I've ever seen in a theme park. Just like. They had so much different food, and it all looks so good. Like if I if I was going to Silver Dollar City all the time, like it was my home park, I would eat there every time, lunch and dinner. I think it was that good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm after that eating Tony Barbecue at Kings Island, yeah. After eating, I went and uh, did some of the stuff that I didn't even know existed before my second visit that I was still finding out about. So they had a splash battle. I did that. That was all right, there wasn't a ton of other people to soak because it was pretty empty, but that was pretty fun. Went and rode Outlaw Run once in the front. It's still really, really good. Awesome coaster. It's got good theming, good airtime, all that. I love its location. Fantastic ride. And then after that, we went over to Mr. River Falls, and I waited 90 minutes <laughs> to ride it. Was it worth Did it? Did get on it finally. Yes, it was worth it, definitely. Yeah, it is my new favorite rapids for sure. It's that, then Popeye and Bluto at Islands of Adventure, then Infinity Falls. But it's definitely my favorite. It just feels like it goes on and on and on. It's a really long ride. And it how spins you a lot. Weird thing that I got it, how it's is the weird. Lift? It's weird and it's cool. Like, it's just a lift, so you're not going to be, like, blown away by that as an element or anything, but it's still pretty cool. I don't know about you, but for me, it's not as much, like, that it's, like, going to be crazy to be on. It's the engineering behind it, and, like, my engineering mind just goes crazy seeing something like that. Yeah, that aspect's obviously cool, but, like, you know, when you're on it, you don't notice it as much, really. I'd say it's when you're watching it. It's probably um, the, just as fun to watch as it is to be on that part of it. Yeah, that that little end where you go around and then slide down is awesome. You get soaked at the bottom, and it you go super fast through that little helix thing. So that was a really good ride. Uh, after that, I went over and did the little shooting dark ride thing that they have, which was really cool because I didn't even know that it was there last time I was there. Did that. It's old. It's like got a lot of nostalgia to it. I think it's pretty, pretty What's classic. What's it called? Uh, flooded mine. It was a yep, pretty long ride. Right. You could tell that it was a really old ride system, but it was pretty mm-hmm. good for an old ride. Well, like I remember that. you texted yeah. me about it, and I was like, "Yeah," because I and then I told you. So the ride I told you about it. That ride over in the like 
between Craftsman's Valley and the train area. That used to be the flooded mine ride. And if you know where to look, there are references to that ride all over Dollywood. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's about 20 of them in Blazing Fury. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really cool ride. After that, just rode some more Time Traveler. I did Thunderation one time. Thunderation is still my favorite mine train just because it's got good pacing and an awesome layout. But it does shake you around quite a bit. Nothing wrong I'll say. with that. Yeah. And then I uh, also did Wildfire one time. Did it in row seven. Got quite a bit of airtime down the first drop. You know, it's your normal B&M looper. Good sustained intensity. It is probably the best coaster that I have done as far as location, which is really cool. I It's just a little short, so I prefer the other two. B&M sit-down loopers to it that I've done, Hulk and Kumba. Uh, and then I also did Powder Keg in the front row. Launch was super forceful, and there was a ton of air time on that in the front row, I thought. It was just constant floating out of your seat. But that was my second-ever visit to Silver Dollar City. Awesome. Time Traveler still favorite. Silver Dollar City still favorite. You know, I don't think it's possible to have a bad day at that park. Really? Probably not. Unless nothing was open and there was just nothing to do, which is pretty much mm-hmm. impossible. So Yeah. Uh so after Silverdor City, we went to Worlds of Fun. Which No, then you did I the mountain coaster. Super... Oh yeah. I, I rode the mountain coaster in Branson. I know that there's two of them. It's the Branson coaster. That's the one. That was pretty cool. Uh I have, I like have three a lift question. Hills, or two lift hills. The... Yeah. Do you regret not riding the other one? No, because I think the other one's quite a drive, and I don't remember okay. uh, where it is. I don't think I've ever driven past it. So, not really. I'm cool with how, how it ended well. up. Because, yeah. But, so after that, went to Worlds of Fun, which I thought was a really cool park. I really enjoyed my time there. Feels like your typical Cedar Fair park. Uh, they have a lot of land. It's a pretty big park. My only, I think my only complaint about Worlds of Fun is that it just has like a really weird layout as a park. It's kind of hard to find some stuff sometimes, but it was still pretty cool. Um, so started off my day there with Spinning Dragons, which is the Grisflower Spinner. It's different than the Pandemonium clones though. And most of the reviews I have read say that the Pandemonium clones are better than Spinning Dragons, but I actually disagreed. Spinning Dragons just felt longer, and I didn't feel like Pandemonium offered anything more than Spinning Dragons did, really. So that was pretty good. That was fun. Knew I had to go to that first because of capacity. After that, went and rode Patriot. Now, I know a lot of people think Patriot is one of the worst inverts out there, and it's in the bottom half of mine, but I thought it was better than Afterburn at Carowinds. Yeah, it was just. Hold on, Marcus, if you're listening, I'm not alone. Thank you. Thank. Okay, go on. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'll say about Patriot, the thing that is probably my favorite thing about it, is how nice the color scheme is. It is my favorite color scheme ever, for sure. Like. And especially since it was just freshly painted, it's so shiny. And you see it as you're pulling into the park. But as the ride itself, I got a front and a back on it. It's got just constant sustained intensity. It's smooth. 
it's a little bit shorter than most, but it's about Afterburn's length. Um, I liked how it was a little bit different than usual. It's not just inversion after inversion. It had like like an overbanked helix sort of thing, and also like an airtime hill that doesn't really give airtime, but it's kind of a nice break in the middle instead of a mid course. And I thought that the the ending where you go into a corkscrew and then hit a helix and then for the break run was fantastic and one of my favorite endings on any invert because you just whip through that so fast for sure so i thought Mm -hmm. patriot was fantastic and then after patriot i rode timberwolf and i know that they retracted recently and you can tell because it is very very smooth except for like the very end where you bump a little bit but that ride had some decent airtime moments you know it was overall smooth had some nice laterals on the helixes uh the trim brakes were hitting kind of hard but that was all right it was still a really good ride definitely my favorite din that i've done although it doesn't have much competition what's <laughs> the other one like you've ridden hurler i think wait no hurler's not no hurler is not no it's not that's uh ICI, i think i'm gonna look now because i know i've ridden one other i'm pretty sure I've ridden two others, I think. A two, I think. I'm um, pretty sure I've ridden another one. If not, then I'm surprised. Well, not, of course, it's your favorite, then. Uh, is it? I think it actually is. I I thought I had ridden another. Well, yeah, it's definitely my favorite. I mean, unless you count the beast. That's technically not Din. Uh, Thunder Run yeah. is a Din. Oh, that's the other one. Um, yeah, okay. Thunder Run is the other one I've ridden. I like Timberwolf. Wolverine Wildcat. Oh, Georgia Cyclone. The OG Georgia Cyclone with a Din. Yeah, I never got to ride that. And Mean Streak, of course. But Timberwolf was definitely my favorite. It run ran really smooth. I enjoyed it. Uh, next, I went one direction and then got turned around because the park's layout was weird. When I was trying to find Mamba, finally found Mamba. Waited a little bit for it. Got second to back. And uh, kind of, kind of meh, a little bit boring. I feel like I'm going to get hated on for saying this. I don't think you uh, will. Well. We don't have Mamba, that big of an okay. audience. Yeah. yeah. So Mamba's first airtime hill was like the only moment when I got some airtime. And I thought that the helix was good. But the second half, like every single trim hit super hard on the mid course. And so the second half just kind of felt like a monorail. You were just kind of like moving up and down, but never got any airtime. So. For a ride based on airtime, didn't fare too well. But, I mean, you know, it's still fun. It's not uncomfortable. It's not bad. But it just wasn't, like, great. I was a little underwhelmed by Mamba. Definitely. It's definitely, out of all the um, Morgans in the United States, it's always looked like the bottom one to me. Um, well, wild thing. Yeah, maybe. You might, you might be right yeah, with that. I've heard Wild Things not as good as either Mamba or Steel Force, but I was expecting a little bit more from Mamba. It was a little let down, but that's all right because the next ride I did completely made up for it. 
Although, one thing I have to say first. It was supposed to be my 200. Prowler was supposed to be my 200. But the boomerang was closed. So, I am currently sitting at 199 credits <laughs> on the dot. Yep. So bad. <laughs> American Thunder would have been my 200. But didn't get to go there. But that's okay. Because Prowler, even though it didn't end up being my 200, Prowler was still one of my favorite coasters ever. It was, you know, it's got the great location, just like Mystic. It's got a very similar layout to Mystic. And it has some spots where it actually beats Mystic. But overall, I think Mystic is a little bit better because Mystic also has spots where it beats it. But first drop is fantastic, just like Mystic's. You've got the Millennium Flyer trains, which are super comfortable. Now, one of the spots where Prowler beats Mystic is that first turn. So Mystic's is a little bit taller, and you don't really get... Mystic's goes over the lift. This one goes under it. And you kind of get where I'm going with that. Yeah. Yeah, so Mystic's, you don't really get airtime, except for, like, the drop-off of it. Prowler's, you raise up, and then you pull down for the turn part, and you're lifting out of your seat, and you just stay floating. And then you drop back uh, down off of it, and you raise even more. That sounds nice. Yeah, it is really cool. And just the whole second half out and back section, constant ejector. It's super smooth, too. So it's not like you're really getting shaken around while you're getting tossed up. It's just like the perfect combination, just like Mystic has it. And then it also, at the end, has the turn where you actually get some good laughs. The reason why I think Mystic is a little bit better is because Mystic has the theme, the soundtrack, the cool sign, the awesome trains. And the I think Mystic's location experience. is slightly better. The o- yeah, so Mystic like has the, the overall experience. Which is why I like Orion so much. I'm just going to throw that out there. but Yeah. I think both are fantastic, and they're only separated in my rankings by, I think, three spots. But... Man, Prowler really blew me away. And I'm I'm not even mad that it wasn't my 200. I'm not mad that I didn't get 200 because Prowler was so good that it made the whole thing worth it. Like, even though I didn't get to go to Six Flags St. Louis, I'm not mad just because Prowler was so good. Well, I, I'm also going to say this. You're probably going to end up getting to have, like, Iron Gwazi be your 200. So that's, I think, going to be pretty cool. Either that or hopefully, if I get to go, you know, Steel Curtain or Phantom. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. so that was pretty much your trip, and then y'all headed home from there. Mm-hmm. Stopped in lovely, middle of nowhere, central Tennessee. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so, we'll transition over to... The first thing is, I'm stealing his trip. <laughs> um, so, yeah, in basically, that's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, we leave on August thir- or August 30th, July 30th, so 10 days from now. Uh, my dad and I are heading out to do kind of a reverse of their trip. Uh, we're starting at Six Flags St. Louis, doing a day there, then heading over to Missouri and doing a day at Worlds of Fun, and then driving down and spending two days at Silver Dollar City plus a day in the Branson area. So all that is happening. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to get to see our friends, uh, James and Blake. And I, I know those two are for sure meeting us. Some, of, some other people from his family might join us at World of Fun, which will be nice. And then 
David and Greg, and we've had David on the podcast, they are meeting us at Silver Dollar City for the two-day extravaganza fun party. So that's going to be awesome. And then we move into my trip report, which was all was a very spur of the moment trip. So originally it was playing I had been pulling strings at work to get off so I could join Chris and his family at Six Legs Over Georgia. Um and like Chris said, Six Flags kinda they kinda got uh, screwed over by Six Flags with their passes and just not being able to do anything with that. And so <clears throat> I having already pulled strings, I was not about to go back and unpull the strings, which just makes you look bad. Um, so we just kind of looked and we're like, could we go to a park that we haven't been to before? And we settled on Kennywood. So we just were like, okay, well, let's go do something. And Kennywood was about, it's about a seven hour drive for us. So we actually ended up buying season passes and making the trip up there. Yeah, so I'll start it out right here, like just right at the beginning, because I'm still irked by it. Still Current was not open. That was That is the biggest complaint I have about the entire trip was the fact that Still Current was not open. Um, that being said, this park is fantastic. Um, we got to the park. Uh, we drove up one day. Um, and we stayed in like the riverfront area in Pittsburgh, went to the park the next morning. We got there right at opening, got through temperature checks, got in, got our passes processed, and walked into the park. Well, the first thing, once you've walked into the park, you, the turnstiles are on one side of the road, and you take a ramp down and go under a road into the park, which I thought was really cool, and I actually didn't know about that prior to like going. So, yeah, you walk out, and Skyrocket is right over your head immediately. Um, and we just pretty much, I think we walked quite quickly just around the rest of the park to kind of get a feel of it because we were there like an hour early. And then we hopped in line for Skyrocket since it's got the worst capacity in the park. Um, Skyrocket, really actually a really good coaster. Um, the long, we, we rode it four times over the trip and we somehow got front row every time. Um, hopped in the launch was good i think the thing that caught me off guard that was amazing was the like hanging feeling in the front row because there's trim brakes at the top of the top hat to like hold you there the hang time was really good um the layout was really good after the second zero g roll it kind of just felt like a family coaster after that point but up until that point it was really fun so skyrocket was good i think from there we headed straight for Phantom's Revenge because this coaster, this was a coaster for me. I had, you hear people say all, all the time, it's so good. And it was one of those, you I heard people say it was really good and I watched the POV and I was confused because the POV did not make it seem like a world-class coaster. It just looked like a coaster with a gimmick with a because it had a giant drop in the middle. Oh boy, was I in for a surprise. This thing, the first drop, just coming off the lift hill, going down, was fantastic. You pull some Gs at the bottom, and you hit that uh, straightaway right there, and you're just feeling the speed. 
and you go straight up into that turn or into that like little turn to the right really wasn't much airtime in it going up into it but it, we were in the back row for our first ride and you make the little turn and it just starts heading down if the back row you got flung out of your seat and you're just hanging there floating down and the drop just keeps going and going and going and you hit the bottom of that ravine and you just it's the g's are crazy the speed is like unbelievable and of course you've flown through thunderbolt to get down to this point and then you go through that turn and the turn you feel the speed the whole way through and then you start diving back down into the ravine and it's just oh and then you fly back under thunderbolt and i think the thing that caught me and my dad off guard the most is there's like a point where you start to kind of level out in that turn under thunderbolt and you just got flung out of your seat and then from there just the airtime got crazy, like hurt your back crazy. You like were flung every which direction. I hit the brake run. I was speechless. I think we rode it almost, I think we rode it eight more times over the trip. And just every time it was so good. It didn't matter. It was just so good. Um, so yeah, Phantoms gets a huge, like two thumbs up for me. I think it, it, where did it land? Phantom is in my, it is my number six right now out of 236 coasters. Um, only coaster at, um, that's the only one I've ranked so far. I need, there's some others. Um, then just quickly touching on some of the others. Racer was okay. It didn't race that much. Uh, it was still fun. It just didn't race really. Um, their little uh, exterminator was, again, fun. It actually had some pretty good theming. Um, Lil Phantom was really kind of fun. Uh, I think I sent picture a picture to Chris. You could totally just like walk into that coaster. Like mm-hmm. the clearance was that much between the top of my head and the track. Um. Uh, but then I think the other the big highlights. Um, Jackrabbit and Jackrabbit. This is okay. This is everyone tells you about Jackrabbit and the double down, and they are right. What they don't tell you is how boring the rest of the ride is. Because it really is a very, like, boring and underwhelming coaster. And even, so you do the first lap and you kind of go down into the ravine. And yeah, it's it's fun. And then you loop around again and you're on the lift hill. And you get to the top of the lift hill and it turns. And you go down the first part of the double down. And it's, it's okay. It's like, you go, you get a little floaty feeling, but not much. It's like, oh, that wasn't that bad. And then you hit the second part of that double down. I don't know. I was talking to one of my coworkers about this. I said, just imagine this. You have a car, like an airplane seatbelt for you and whoever you're riding with. And that is all that is holding you in. There is nothing else holding you down. You have like a handle in front of you. They call it a fixed position lap bar. That's not a lap bar. That's a handle for you to grab onto if you really feel like you're going to fly out. And if you, you are going to feel like you're flying out because you are flying out because you hit that double down. And I kid you not, I was probably about a foot off my seat. Again, the only thing holding you in like an airplane seatbelt. Like you, you go through that element and you can't help but just go Holy crap, what just happened? 
And so I, we, again, we rode that like five times and there really isn't that much special about that coaster besides that double down. It's just that that airtime is so unreal and unlike anything else you're going to find on another coaster that it's worth riding that many times. Um, so yeah, that's Jack Rabbit. It also had its 100th birthday. That's, that's kind of cool to get to ride it during its 100th birthday year. Um, and then my second favorite coaster at the park was Thunderbolt. Um, and Thunderbolt, it's, I don't know what I love about it. I think it was the nostalgia and it had some airtime and it had a little bit of ladder. It just had a bit of everything. And just like rolling out of a station, starting like a 40 foot drop into like that ravine and you've got phantoms right there. That was just so cool. Uh, the laterals were crazy on it. Um, I mean, it really, it was just a lot of fun. I also, it had um, knee pads on the coaster car, so you couldn't like bang your knees, which was super nice. Um, so yeah, Thunderbolt was really cool. So just talking about like general park, um, we did do patchwork fries. I thought they were really, really good. Um, park is really small and really easy to navigate around. Uh, Steel Curtain definitely dominates the skyline. I even though I didn't get to ride it, I think I took like three, four hundred pictures of it. Um, or it's a really pretty coaster. Other things worth checking out would be um, Old Mill has a re or that's their dark ride. That was a ton of fun. Um, they had a couple of interesting flat rides. Uh, they had a they had a really good like well round collection. I felt I really think. Still Curtain is probably the crowning jewel of that park, that and Phantoms. Um, so I do really want to get back and ride that sometime soon. Um, yeah, so Kennywood definitely gets two thumbs up from me. I love the park overall. Yeah. So... Chris, do you have anything you want to add about that? Any questions? I'm sorry. I thought I had cut out. Uh, no, I just want to say, hopefully I get to go later this year. Hopefully you can go back with me if it happens. Yeah, that'd be and fun. Hopefully I'm... still curtain opens. Yeah, I changed. I, I have two. I have my laptop and I have another monitor over here. And I changed one of my monitor pictures to be steel curtain. And I just can't. I want to ride it so bad now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really it's, want to ride it. It's always been up on my bucket list. Yeah, I will say Phantoms is always, I think, steel curtain has been higher on the bucket list. It's going to be hard to top Phantom. Because Phantom really mm -hmm. blew I, my mind. Um, I've always expected Phantom to be better than Steel Curtain. I've just had thought Steel Curtain looked cooler. Oh, Steel Curtain is definitely the prettier coaster, that's for sure. And more unique. Well, uh, I they're I both don't know. pretty. Unique. They're pretty. They're both pretty unique. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I think Steel Curtain shiny and new, so it caught my attention more. Yeah, oh, definitely. And I mean, Steel Curtain. It, I mean, it looked great, they, and the trains were on the track, and it, I mean, it literally looked like they could have hit dispatch, and it would have worked just fine, so that was kind of frustrating, but I told my dad, yeah. it's like, watch it, they're going to start testing it as soon as we leave the park, and I said, if we're within two hours, and it opens, we're turning around and going back. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we did a day and a half there. I got a t-shirt for Thunderbolt, and I actually ended up buying a Thunderbolt sign, too, because... 
or not a Thunderbolt sign, a Kenny Wood arrow sign because I thought it was really cool. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think that is um, that's pretty much everything we had for this week's show. Just mm-hmm. trip reports, talking about all the news we missed since we were both traveling last week. Um, yep. So coming up, what do we have? Let me let me go look. What do we have coming up in the next couple of weeks? We, uh, Chris and I were just we were just uh, in here hanging out. Uh, what was it over the weekend? Or maybe it was on Friday, and uh, we got uh, we had the junk riders join us for a few minutes for a little bit of fun and shenanigans. And I think we actually they're going to come on the show here in the near future. All of them. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that is going to probably happen in the next week or two. Next week, um, probably kind of back to normal. We may have a guest. We may not. And then from there, I think it's pretty much like open until we get towards iapa right yeah that's what it looks like yeah i know we have one person who wants to come on so he might be on soon i think we we have the drunk riders the person you're thinking about and then i think there's a couple of other uh there's one or two other people we've talked about trying to get on so we definitely have some fun stuff lined up we're looking forward to the fall um I know I'm looking forward to the cooler weather slowly approaching. It's been mm-hmm. insanely hot here, even by our standards. I don't know about y'all, but it's been hot here. Yeah. Well, uh, that wraps up. I think that's show, about think. it. Everybody follow us on everything. Do it, please. Yeah, follow us on everything. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter as well at thrilling moment. Um, I'll have more details about my trip going up on my sites here pretty soon, and I'll probably talk a little bit more about it next week once we have everything like finalized. Um, so yeah, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next Thanks week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Bye-bye. Travelers Podcast.